My sermon text this morning is quite long. But listen for the words that, that, that the Lord is speaking to us through his word this morning. As he walked along, he saw a blind man from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, neither this man nor his parents sinned. He was born blind so that God's works might be revealed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me. While it is day, night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had said this, he spat on the ground and made mud with the saliva and spread the mud on the man's eyes, saying to him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. Then he went and washed and came back able to see. The neighbors and those who had seen him before as a beggar began to ask, Is this not the man who used to sit and beg? Some were saying, It is he. Others were saying, No, but is someone like him? He kept saying, I am the man. But they kept asking him, Then how were your eyes opened? He answered, This man called Jesus made mud, spread it on my eyes, and said to me, Go to Siloam and wash. Then I went and washed to receive my sight. Then they said to him, Where is he? He said, I do not know. They brought to the Pharisees the man who had formerly been blind. Now it was a Sabbath day when Jesus made the mud and opened his eyes. Then the Pharisees also began to ask him how he had received his sight. He said to them, He put mud on my eyes, then I washed, and now I see. Some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, for he does not observe the Sabbath. But others said, How can a man who is a sinner perform such signs? And they were divided. So they said again to the blind man, What do you say about him? It was your eyes be it was your eyes be opened, he said. He is a prophet. The Jews did not believe that he had been blind and had received his sight until they called the parents of the man who had received the sight and asked them, Is this your son who you say was born blind? Then how does he now see? His parents answered, We know that this is our son and that he was born blind, but we do not know how it is that now he sees, nor do we know who opened his eyes. Ask him, he is of age. He will speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jews, for the Jews had already agreed that anyone who confessed Jesus to be the Messiah would be put out of the synagogue. Therefore his parents said, He is of age, ask him. So for the second time they called the man who had been blind, and they said to him, Give glory to God. We know that this man is a sinner. He answered, I do not know whether he is a sinner. One thing I do know, that though I was blind, now I see. They said to him, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered them, I've already told you, and you would not listen. Why would you want to hear it again? Do you also want to become his disciples? Then they reviled him, saying, You are his disciple, but we are the disciples of Moses. We know that God has spoken to Moses, but as for this man, we do not know where he comes from. The man answered, He is an astonishing thing. You do not know where he comes from, and yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners, but he does, not, but he does listen to to one who worships him and obeys his will. Never since the world began has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a person born blind. This man were not from, if this man were not from God, he could do nothing. They answered him, You were born entirely in sins, and you are trying to teach us? They drove him out. Jesus heard that they had driven him out, and when he found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered, And who is he, sir? Tell me so that I may believe in him. 
Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and the one speaking with you is he. He said, Lord, I believe. And he, was, and he worshipped him. Jesus said, I came into this world for judgment, so that those who do not see may see, and those who do see may become blind. Some of the Pharisees near him heard this and said to him, Surely we are not blind, are we? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would not have sin. But now that you say, We see, your sin remains. Let's pray. To God, open our eyes to the word this morning, open our ears to hear it. May you be blessed in all that is said and done. May we receive your glory, your forgiveness, and your love through the message today. In the name of Christ, we pray. Amen. God works in mysterious ways. There's many different paths that God can take to bring healing and wholeness to us. There's many different things that we can do, but this is an example of what God did for a blind beggar that was on the side of the street. He had been there basically all of his life begging for money, begging for a way to to live and to, to continue on in his life. He had been there begging and everybody knew him and knew that he was blind. But one day, one day, he met a very special man. He met a very special man that was walking along the road and decided to bring healing to his eyes. To take away the darkness and to give him light. In that healing, God told, Jesus told him that he needed to do something. Jesus took the dirt and he spat on it and he spat on it and he spat on it until it became enough that he could make mud. He made mud mud with it and he put it on his eyes. Can you imagine if a doctor was going to do it? Dr. DeLuca. <laughs> Can you imagine if a doctor was going to do that to you today? You'd tell them they were crazy. You'd tell them they were crazy. You're not going to spit on dirt and put it on my eyes. But Jesus was the great physician. And he brought healing to a blind man. Healing where there had been darkness all of his life. He opened his eyes so that he could see the light, but there was something that that blind man had to do. That blind man had to go from one place to another and follow and be obedient to Jesus Christ. In our lives, we
one of us to do the same thing. To create within us sight. To create within us that light that we have had covered over with such darkness for so long that we don't know how to get out of it. We don't know how to get out of it. Had a young man contact me this week. He said, I've left Jesus Christ. I've let go and left the relationship that I have. He said, Pastor, I want that. I want that. And when he burst and talks to the only thing that I could say to him was that Christ never left. Christ never left you. He is there to hold you, to carry you, to cry you, to do whatever it takes. But you must take that step of faith to make your relationship right with Him once again. We left things for the darkness of our lives. We let our Y'all couldn't hear me. I gotta start over. Y'all heard enough? We can deduce. He wanted to bring us. We 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 look in our lives, and we let this darkness cover us, and we let this cloud come over us. And there's a simple fix. What we've got to do, just like he told that blind man, we've got to be obedient. We have to get up and we have to go where he tells us. We have to do those things that he tells us to do. We have to trust in him to bring us that hope and that light and to to bring it to us and create it within us if we feel like it's never been there. But God does not want us to live in darkness. He does not want us to live blind. He wants us to live full of life and full of light and full of hope. And he wants us to know that we are a forgiven people no matter where we've been or where we are today. That we are forgiven. I read something. Got in the, in, in the truck at, at, that at the ranger. <laughs> I got in the truck and ranger and I looked down at my phone and there was something there and I picked it up and looked and it said, you know, the hardest thing to do is to forgive someone that doesn't think they did anything wrong and they haven't asked for forgiveness. And I looked at that and I thought, you know what? God is waiting on us to come to him. Say, God, forgive me. I have failed you. I have let darkness overcome me. I have let the darkness and the clouds and, be, and, be, and devil, the devil make me blind. Forgive me. He's waiting. He's waiting. God has a message for us. 
He has a message for us as a church. He has a, but, but I believe his message for us today is for an individual that is in that darkness today. Wanting hope. Wanting his life or her life to come back to Christ. To redevelop or to develop that relationship that maybe was never there. God is asking you today to come to get out of the darkness that we've let ourselves get into. To get out of that darkness and to move into that light. The light that is full of hope. The light is full of victory. The victory in Jesus that we have. This morning, Cody and and Bob Johnson, Bob Johnson played the trumpet and Cody played uh, the piano and they did Amazing Grace. And I had the first verse of Amazing Grace as part of my sermon. They didn't know that. Most of them, I don't know it. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound. That saved a wretch like me. Hmm. He saved you. I once was blind, but now I see. I once was blind, but now I see. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. Find the light of Jesus. Find that victory that he wants to give you. He wants to take you out of the darkness that you're living in. And put you in that beautiful light. He wants to take away all of the things that have caused the cloud to come over your life. And restore you. Create within you relationship that's more beautiful than any relationship you've ever had. He hasn't left you. He hasn't left you. He hasn't left me. He's waiting for us to come to him. He's waiting for us to come to him, to get out of the worries, to get out of the fog, to get out of those things that have separated us from him from family, from hope, from victory. Open my eyes. Open your eyes that you can see. Open your eyes that you can see the love that Christ has for you, where you are today. Where you are today, you're here for a purpose. God brought you here today to know that he wants you out of darkness and into his wonderful, marvelous light. Most gracious and loving God. You see the darkness. You see those that feel today that they have failed you. You see those that know today, Lord, that they have run from you. Instead of being obedient to you, they have run the other way. Help us to go wash. Help us to go wash 
in that pool called scent. Restore our hope. Bring victory over that darkness. I know you know who God is speaking to. Be obedient to him today. We're going to sing our closing hymn.